The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. free song the queen isn't it i want to break free so <laughs> the hell i didn't know what the hell you were singing it's like i want to be free i was like where's this from and i'm like it kind of sounds like queen but he's not singing it's it, really. my inner me no, <laughs> trying to get away no, it's because we don't own the copyright to that song <laughs> i want to be me That's i want saying. to be me i have self-esteem issues but I want to be me. <laughs> I want to eat cheese. <laughs> I want to save Shmi. <laughs> it's about Shmi from Captain Hood. I want to save Shmi from that horrible crocodile with the cluck in his mouth. I, <laughs> I love, I, I love the fact that for however long it was, people didn't realize that Glenn Close was the one. Uh, was that one pirate that got thrown into the box? Dude, isn't that dope? But every every time I think of the movie Hook, yeah. I think of her response when she gets picked. No! No! <laughs> like, I love it. I need to rewatch it again because I, I, I think I watched... I haven't... Well, yeah, it hasn't been that long. I think I watched it not too long ago, maybe like a year ago. But like... I was doing things while I was watching it. I was yeah. just kind of on. Right, like but, on in the background, yeah. cleaning or doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think I got like 40 minutes into it, and then I realized the kid that plays uh, Peter's uh, Peter's son. Oh, yeah, the the fun, the funny-looking kid. Yeah, he's the, he's the guy in Can't Hardly Wait that's like the nerd guy. Okay. And then I just put on Can't Hardly Wait. I, 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 always, I always thought of him as the best friend in Wonder Years. For whatever reason, they have like a similar look. He kind of has that same face, yeah. It's like the bug-eye, pinched. Yeah face yeah but the other thing that i always thought about with hook was for them eating all that imaginary food why is that one kid so damn fat yeah maybe that's a like a glandular problem it's air maybe or maybe he's like you know when you when you're uh when you're taken from places and maybe that's like a place where they got taken to okay because they're all orphans so maybe he got taken like Peter did or mm-hmm. like everybody else did and then like the Lost Boys kind of deal. Okay. And maybe that's like them in time. Like oh, like they're up, frozen they're in time. They're frozen uh, in that moment. Okay. So maybe he came oh, okay. from like a family that was like really rich and he was just eating a shit ton of food. I'm not I'm not going to lie. You probably just blew my mind with, with them being I just kind of made that up time. on the spot because I don't know that or I, I've never read the original Peter Pan novel. Okay. And I don't know the whole background of the Lost Boys. Like I just know they're the Lost Boys. Like, right. They they get introduced that way of like, oh, Peter's back, and we're the Lost Boys, and they, we're Peter's yeah. gang, basically. You know. Yeah. But I don't know that. Like 
their their but it, origin story. Like, why were they Lost Boys? Like, well, what it, happened with it's, them? It's kind of like, uh, what is it? Like one of those like like those like those dark theories or like where they say like they're the Lost Boy or they're the Lost Boys, but pretty much they never wanted to grow up because if they grew up, then they turned into the pirates. Oh, something yeah. like that. But why were they there? I don't know. That's a, that's my thing. Like why? Like I don't. Was that ever explained? I don't know. Let's let me see. I don't. I don't think so. My uh, favorite dark theory is still the grease one. Grease? Grease? Yeah. What? You ever heard the grease one? No. The grease one is that. Um, I think I. I want to say it's Sandy. You know the beginning of that movie, where they're talking about them hanging out at the beach uh-huh. and how Danny saved her right. from drowning. The theory is is that she never got saved. That oh. this is a whole dream within her mind while she's in the in the hospital oh. and she's on life support. Oh damn! Yeah. So, so this whole thing of like mo- moving and going to ride out high and all this other stuff that's in her head because in the beginning when she met Danny when she was here on vacation, she she never came back from that. Danny never saved her. Danny Danny well, he tried. Danny tried to save her, but was unsuccessful. Now she's in like a comatose kind of deal. Right. So them floating off in the sense. air is her finally that. dying and they pulled the plug on her. Oh, damn. Yeah. It's kind of trippy, dude. I mean, it makes it makes sense if you want to believe it, you know? That's one of I, my favorite dark I'm, theories I'm, on it. I'm believing it from here on in. It's a pretty cool way to look at that movie. That way, and then I think I talk, I told you about this before, is like just picture them like not with the, with the backing soundtrack uh-huh. and just them singing normally. Okay. Uh, yeah, just like, okay, so just picture like that part where it's like, tell me more, tell uh-huh. me more, but there's no music in the background and you're actually at right out high and you're watching all these people just dance and sing and you just hear, tell me more, tell uh-huh. me more, but there's no music. Uh-huh. That's what it was like for someone that went to right out high school. Who isn't one of the background, Be- because, like you're one of the background Yeah, characters. because we're, we're basically watching this thing unravel mm-hmm. and it's a musical right right but when you're in that high school and you're, you're watching you're these hearing... people you're not hearing that music you're just watching a bunch of psychos like sing on the bleachers right to like no music and they're doing all these weird dances and, and shit like that it's all in their head Ooh, so they're all like oh where's okay. this band playing yeah man that's one that's one way of me looking at it because it makes me laugh because I just picture everybody like, da, 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 or right? Like, they're all just, they're all singing, and then you just got like that one kid, like, yeah, yeah, like what there? the fuck is going on right now? Why do these people keep singing? Or like the they're same like, thing of like, out. why Sandy sings "Hopelessly Devoted to You" at the house, but the parents never get woken up, or like neighbors never get called, or uh-huh. anything? Cause it's already like ten at night, right? She's out in, by the pool singing, singing "Hopelessly Devoted to You," and no one's saying shit because i'm yeah. sure she's belting it out oh i'm sure you know i hate a stupid pinky song that one was beauty pinky school dropout. Song? oh dude no I pink hate beauty that school dropout was was the good one i hate that i song. hate um rizzo's song the sandra d no no no, not that one the one where they find out she's pregnant okay and then she she starts singing like at the high school like looking at kanicki Okay. It's a dumb song. I don't like it. It's like the worst song of the whole thing. That's why it's not memorable. That's why you don't remember it. I guess. Yeah. I fast forward through that part all the time. I always fast forward it through the, the pinky song too. It was stupid. Uh, 
stupid. I like I like the pinky song. Uh, yeah, no. Another one that um was kind of like blowing my mind because I I didn't know it was a like an actual musical uh-huh. before the movie until like I I found out like years later. Avatar. Yes. No, Grease though. <laughs> but um the lyrics of Grease Lightning and I remember we used to watch it at school for like rainy days. Right. And, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and and I have no idea why they would let us watch it because like one it's already like bite the weenie rizzle you know and right you know with relish kind of shit with relish yeah and then you're talking about a girl that like is pregnant uh-huh. and she's contemplating In high school on, yeah and she's uh, contemplating abortion. on whether she should keep it or not yeah beauty school dropout and then you have maraschino where he's just like oh people call me cherry maraschino oh yeah you know and then the other one was grease lightning the lyrics oh, to yeah. Grease lightning where it's like the chicks will cream. It's a real pussy wagon. Right. That or even the um just the the gestures, like the you know, like the like the the dance moves. Yeah, all the innuendos and shit. Yeah. And I never really understood that because we went to Catholic school and then they showed Cha Cha and they Cha Cha de Gregorio. And they told her that she was I'm like Saint Yeah. And it was like, you know, watch out for private school girls, you know? And I'm like <laughs> In a room with nothing but private school. Which is dating like a fifty-year-old guy with the worst dude, acne scars. That guy's got the craziest <laughs> pop marks ever. That dude's face looks like a tire. It's crazy. And then I was like, yeah, that was another thing too. Where I was like, man, like growing up thinking like this is how high school kids looked. Like they're already like fifty. Couldn't believe it. Yeah. No. That any anything on the uh, Lost Boys? I did find the. Uh... It says Lost Boys is a band of boys who are lost by their parents after they fall out of their uh, perambulators and came to live in Neverland. In Barry's novel, Peter and Wendy, but not the original play Peter Pan, it is stated that Peter thins them out when they start to grow up. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, yeah, that's the that's the uh, what was that the Wikipedia? Okay, nah, that makes sense. I'll I'll keep that one. They're prams. I don't even. Oh, well, they're nan. Oh, so I guess they fell out of their prams. So like they're like uh, while so their like nannies it, are looking the other way. Yeah. Okay. So that it was. Prams? What the frick is a pram? Like I a, have no like idea. A, like a like a bassinet or may, bed yeah, or maybe. stroller. Mm. But that makes sense because then they get yeah they they got taken. Okay. Yeah. So that would make sense why that kid's so big. Yeah. Because he got taken. He was taken. Damn. Well, but they were, but it says his babies. Maybe he was a big baby. Maybe he was already big at that. Maybe he was like one of those Mori babies. But he doesn't. Like maybe, baby. yeah, dude, those Mori babies—the ones that like the the parents are like, I you don't know, are not the father. No, not those. The 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 <laughs> one the other segments where they would do were like my baby's like eighty five pounds. Uh huh. You remember those? I do remember those. Yeah, where it was like, oh, uh, I I can't stop my baby. My baby's so big. My help baby me. Won't stop growing. Yeah, and they're like, well, tell us about like how much they eat. And they start na- they start naming eats, like eight meals. My baby eats six eggs in the morning. Dude, it with was toast like well, cereal, he has waffles. He has uh, pop tarts. 
He eats, yeah, he eats a whole thing of pancake mix. Like, things like that. <laughs> like, dude. And they're like, I don't know why he keeps getting away. I just put away. the pancake mix in a bottle for him. He doesn't like it cooked. It's almost like that. And I'll mix some syrup in it to give it the syrup flavor. Maybe melt some butter. Damn. Melted butter and just put it in a <laughs> bottle? I remember one time I was at when... When my kids were playing, uh, uh, like, uh, t-ball. Yeah. I remember that there was this one family I remember seeing. And the mom, because the kid wanted a bottle. And the kid was, you know, had to be at least pushing two. Okay. Mom gets a bottle, puts Coke in it, and shakes the bottle up. Then, like pinches the nipple so you hear that all the, the yeah. fizz come out yeah. and then gives it to the kid. That's a common thing. But I'm like I I, I don't get like I don't get it. I, I don't get don't it. What it's why? uh I why? couldn't I couldn't tell you why on that one. But I Let's know just give my kid you know, early onset diabetes. Well, that that and it's Let's like rot his damn teeth. Yeah, even your your come teeth out. are already kind of screwed. Like before they even come in, when you do that, like I don't know if that's really great for you, but I don't know. That's learned behavior. I guess I don't know where they where they would get that from. I know even like when my cousin was younger, or any of the any of the kids that were growing up in my family, they never got anything pure. Like everything was diluted. Okay. So even if they got juice, anything it was. It was like mixed with water. Yeah. It was like watered down drinks. Well, yeah, no, I, I mean, I remember when I'd give my kids juice, it would be, you know, like 50% water yeah. and, you know, like a splash of juice. Yeah, yeah. Because of the sugars that are in it. Yeah, there's a ton of it. But damn, like pure soda. Yeah. That's that's hardcore. No. I've... I wonder what that kid's doing now. He's probably one of those kids he's that like. Probably freaking got his diabetes EpiPen yeah. in hand or something. I don't know. He's that he's that kid that does the the uh, ab exercises with the cake in front of him. <laughs> Takes a bite he's, every time. He's run- That's he, my reward. He's running with a Twinkie dangling off his forehead. Damn. <laughs> That's how you get me to run. Put a Hostess cupcake on it. No, yeah, no, I don't. I don't need those. I hate. I hate those. Those. Those uh, snacks. Like the artificial ones, like the Hostess ones. Hostess. I. I don't like. Were you that were you that kid? Because I was that kid where they would like my parents wouldn't buy them for me mm-hmm. only on special occasions, and it wasn't because like it was a lot of sugar or anything like that. Because I didn't really have sugar as a kid, but it was because I was such a wasteful fucking kid. I would take the top of the cupcake and eat that whole part, and then leave the bread. Oh no! And leave the filling. I was like, "What the fuck is? This? I don't want this. No. Give me that. Give me the top, and that was it." <laughs> you're you're top of the muffin, dude. I was top of the muffin <laughs> before top of the muffin. I was like, "Dude, this is the best part. Like, why do you want to eat the rest of the bread?" <laughs> yeah, no, I I love Twinkies as a kid. I, you know, I, I remember, you know, every day, or we'd always have Twinkies. I would go in my lunch to school. Yeah, and there was one day I, I think it was kindergarten. I I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was just like I had a stomach bug, but the last thing I remember eating was a Twinkie. And I just remember throwing up and that was all like that was what I was seeing was, it was all Twinkie. Twinkie. I just remember like the taste of the Twinkie and then it 
you know, shooting out on the floor. Yeah. So I'm like, that was probably the last time I ever had a Twinkie. And that was what, you're, what, I was five, yeah, six? Yeah, you five. I was always a little Debbie man myself. I could never get behind Hostess, but I okay. love little Debbie. Little, okay. Like oh, little oatmeal pies? Oh, okay. Dude, oatmeal pies are fire. And Gansitos. Okay. I used to fuck with Gansitos too. But everything's like veganized now, so I can have all that, but yeah. I don't have all that anyway. Yeah, no. But it's good to like make it at home. I like making it at home. Well, oh, like vegan treats? Like vegan, vegan versions and stuff like that, yeah. I want to make uh, a vegan version of Butterfinger. I found a recipe for that. Really? Yeah, we were watching... Um, 90s commercials like that are stuck in your head like someone you ever watch those like on youtube yeah yeah they have like compilations of like different uh-huh. uh different commercials and one of them was a butterfinger one for the simpsons nobody better lay a finger on my butterfinger exactly so i was like damn i haven't had a butterfinger for do they still make butterfingers oh yes they do okay so i haven't had one in they're garbage okay well i haven't had one in years everyone doesn't like them it's Nobody likes Butterfingers. I, every time I eat it, there's always a piece that stabs me in the mouth because it's like, <laughs> or gets stuck in my molars. Oh, because, yeah. Because <laughs> of like big the big wedge of it. Yeah, yeah, because it's like that butter thing, that, that, that peanut butter part, but it's like in like wafer yeah. wedges or something. I don't know what the hell it is, but it's like, I can't eat it. Yeah. I can't eat it. That was kind of the best part about that was that you would eat it and you had the rest for later, dude. Well, see, save I, some, save some for later. I wouldn't mind if it was like, if it was like a Reese's cup, like a re, like a Butterfinger, like when it comes to like the inside of the Butterfinger, but as a Reese's cup. Yes. So, like, okay. okay so, you ever have you, you've had a Reese's cup? I'm yes. sure our listeners have had a Reese's cup. Yes. But have you ever had a Reese's cup where it's not the shape of the Reese's cup? It's like. It's like those holiday special ones. So it's like, oh, oh for yeah, Easter, yeah, like the, the shape Easter of an egg or, or a I remember tree. they had Batman ones. Right. Yeah. Or uh, what? Pumpkins for Pumpkin Halloween. ones. Yeah, yeah. Those ones are a thousand times better. Why do they hit so much? Because you 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 get, you don't have that that hard layer yeah. of of the cho- the chocolate at the bottom. or And you don't have that piece that sticks to the paper. Yeah. So you're getting a like it's just like silky smooth chocolate, silky yeah. smooth peanut butter, and you it like when you bite it, it just smell, like I want one right now. I think I have yeah. some from dude. From those Christmas. hit so well. Oh, yeah. Like I don't, I've never understood that. Like I was always excited for holiday candies, like ver, like the versions of them more than I was like any oh, other yeah. time. Okay, now that we're on that subject, how do you feel about Easter M and M's? Do you have you ever had Easter M&Ms? like the color, like where it's like the pastel color? I don't know why they taste different to me. Like they taste fresh. Well, maybe because they're pastel color. Maybe I don't, <laughs> dude. I don't know. I've been trying to like talk to people about that like for years. Where I was like, dude, Easter M and M's. I don't know what it is. Like they taste better. Huh. I, you know what I, hmm. I think it's because the the color coding, yeah, slightly crispier. Yeah, it might be slightly crispier. I had a I had a theory once, and I don't know if I can if I can prove this, but I was thinking that maybe because it's such a limited run, mm-hmm. you're getting the freshness out of it because you're not making a billion red ones, you're oh, not making a billion okay. green right. ones or billion brown ones or whatever it is. Like you're you're making them you're for making like literally special, four weeks, and that's yeah, it. and that's it. And maybe you're getting like the freshest part of it. Maybe that but, makes sense. It could and it couldn't, you know, because then it could be where it's like, maybe those were sitting the same time that 
the other ones were too. They just got painted a different color. Yeah. And maybe it's like subconsciously. They just loaded just, up different colors for the time yeah, being. Yeah, and or... then like subconsciously me going like, oh man, these taste better. It, it, it could be. It, it could maybe be I'm not even here. Those. Maybe I'm dead. That's another one too. Zeke? Maybe who, I'm not even alive. Are you, who am I talking to? Did I tell you I, I did that to one of my coworkers? Is it, am I living Greece right now? <laughs> am I just talking to myself? <laughs> I'm forever in this loop <laughs> where I come back to do the pod and it's just, I'm dead. <laughs> the never-ending episode that never gets aired. <laughs> it's just me talking to myself right now. I told you I convinced my coworker that he was dead, right? That he was ghost? No. No? I got to hear this. So I, I uh, one day, like, he wasn't getting... He was talking, but no one was paying attention to him. Well, that's that was me in my previous job all the time. Yeah. So a lot of conversations that you would have, and then you'd kind of get overlooked, or someone would talk over you, and you'd be like, yeah, I remember that time. Oh, fuck. Yeah, someone talking. cuts you off. Yeah, and, and you're just kind of like, uh, uh, yeah, and you kind of feel like- You're the jerk for going You feel back. like a fucking idiot after, yeah. you know? So you just kind of leave it alone. But th- th- it happened to him like two or three times, and then finally he got frustrated, and he was like- told me after he's like man i kind of feel like dude like no one's listening to me today i don't know what it is he's just like i just maybe i'm not interesting today Mm -hmm. like maybe i'm not saying anything interesting i told him maybe you're dead (laughs) (laughs) so this poor this poor guy that's like not having a great day and i fuck it up even worse (laughs) he's trying to talk to me about his problems and i'm over here like yeah i think you're dead dude maybe you're dead (laughs) So then he's like, what? I'm dead. I'm like, dude, when was the last time anybody made eye contact with you? <laughs> and he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, dude, what if like you're here and you're stuck? What if you got hired here because you, you used to work here, but not even this place, whatever this place used to be. Maybe this was like a warehouse and you're a warehouse worker. Maybe you died on the job. <laughs> and he's just like, no, pe- people are just not listening to me t- today. And I'm like, but why? Because you're dead. So, so you're a ghost that you died in your sleep and you came to work. Oh, dude, and he was just like, oh, "What?" And then later on, um, one of my other coworkers, I told him about it. I was like, "Hey, man," I was like, "I'm kind of convincing this guy that I think, like, he, I think he's dead." I was like, "Go along with it. If he tries talking to you, like, just ignore him, but not like in a dick way. Just kind of like you don't even see him there." He's like, "All right, cool." <laughs> So I don't know why we all wanted to pick on this dude, but we are that day. We were just kind of like, yeah, let's fucking make this guy's a life a living hell. So then he walks up to him. And he's just like, yeah, man, you gonna watch the game this weekend? Like, uh, uh, and he's like, walks right by him. He's like, hey, hey, no. And he looks at me, and I'm like, damn. <laughs> so then he's just like, oh my god. So he's freaking out now. So then he walks outside and we take his car keys and we put it in another room. So he's trying to open his car and he, and he can't open his car and it's locked. He comes back inside. He goes, have you seen my keys? I'm like, what keys? He's like to my car. And I'm like, what car? And he's like the car outside that I've been driving. And I'm like, you drive a car. <laughs> and he's like, yes. How do you think I get here? I'm like, I don't, I've never seen you come in to work. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> so then he's like and then i go outside and i go where's your car he's the, like it's right here and i'm like i don't i don't know man i've 
you're kind of <laughs> tripping me out right now. I was like, you're, you're spacing out, dude. Like, I think you need to go home, like take a relaxation day or something, dude. And it's like, you're not having a great day. I swear to you, there's a car right there. And then, you know, we're like, I don't know. So I told the office manager and I was like, Hey, I'm convincing this guy that he's dead. Pretend like you don't see a car. <laughs> he goes outside. He goes, what car? And the guy goes, ah! <laughs> and instead of like me freaking him out, he just gets pissed. Uh, yeah, I, I would he's imagine. Just, he's just like, <laughs> after he was like, he told my boss and my boss is like, Hey, if we're trying to convince we'll people, you to eat your heart. no, they're like, he he wasn't that kind of guy, but he was just like, he goes like, I was trying to talk to him about it yesterday and he was no help to me at all. And he just convinced me that I was dead and I was a so ghost and I was like, oh, so I, I did well. So my boss tells me after and she's like, hey, I heard what you did. I'm like, about what? Pretty good, right? And she's like, you can't convince people that they're, they passed away and that they're ghosts, even if it is a prank. Like, she's like, we're trying to run a business here. And he's low-key freaking out right now. <laughs> Don't do that anymore. I was like, yeah, we were just friends. We are just hanging out. He's like, she's like, do this after hours. Like, don't do not do this. So every now and then, like, I'll see him again. I'm like, hey, dude, remember when I thought you were dead? Remember when you thought you were dead? He's like, shut up. He gets all mad. Uh, have you seen those? Uh, I know it was a thing for a while. But it was the it, those videos where somebody would sit in a chair. They toss a blanket over them, say, you know, some sort of magic spell, and then they pull the blanket off. It typically was done to, like, a kid. Yeah. A little kid. Um, Pull the blanket off, and then everybody would, would like, gasp and scream when blanket was revealed. And the kid's sitting there, but everybody's, like, pretending that they don't. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love those videos. Those are good. And then... uh. The other ones, too, where they, they put the blanket over somebody. Like, they'll hold it up? Yeah, and then they drop it, and then, you know, whatever's there. Like with the pets, right? Yeah, those are cool, and I like the ones where they just throw the blanket on the kid, and the kid gets all freaked out after. Uh-huh. I love those, too. I miss I miss good death pranks. Do you ever see those, too? Like the death pranks. Like, like the, people that, the people that convince other people that they're not where they're, they're at. Okay. So if you go into, like, uh, elevator. Okay. They think it's a regular elevator, and then the elevator shuts off, and then they. Oh, then like the, then like they'll like, pull the thing out from the hollow, like the hollowed out area of the elevator. Doesn't the elevator doesn't even move? But there's a hollowed out piece of it, and they break off that hollowed out piece, and it's completely dark. And then uh-huh. they pull, they move in like a set. Oh yeah. And then they turn on the set, and it's like <laughs> hell. And it's like some dude, like the dressed like the devil, and he's just like rocking out to like metal. And then they turn it off again, and it goes right back to the elevator. Those ones are good. I love those. Those are usually a lot of them were Japanese. Yeah, Japanese always, pranks. Always, they, amazing. They take it to the extreme yeah. over there. I or I or, for or, like or South America. South America, dude. They'll the, do it. Dude, do you remember the it one, the Pennywise one? Yes. Where that where the guy would come out of the sewer? Yeah. Dude, amazing. Or or the 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 midget dressed as a Chucky that would chase oh, people yeah. with the with the knife. There was a guy that used to dress like Chucky on Hollywood Boulevard. Uh right across the street from the knitting factory. So when we would play the knitting factory and we see him across the street, and it was so cool because we would see him like with his mask on, scaring people, and then by the time we were out of the gig and it was already late. We go get pizza across the street, and he'd be there on a stool, 
eating a slice of pizza <laughs> with his knife on like the counter with his like mask and he'd just be chilling there in his overalls, <laughs> you know? It's pretty awesome. That's good. Yeah. Good times. When was the last time you went to Hollywood? Ooh, Hollywood? Are you a big Hollywood fan? Do you like Hollywood? I, I I mean, I like the idea of it, but I rarely go. I think the last time I went was probably with you when we went to Amoeba. Oh, damn. That was a long time ago. That was ago. a long time ago. That was a like super, super long time ago. Um, Yeah, we frequent Hollywood a lot. We actually went to El Capitan the other last Sunday. Went to okay. go see Hercules. Okay. And then the week before that, we went to go see Aladdin. Okay. They've been showing like old movies um, every weekend. So I think this weekend was like Beauty and the Beast. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's such a trip to be on that on that strip like holly like hollywood boulevard mm-hmm. and where all capitans at because like jimmy uh jimmy kimmel films right next door right but it's the shittiest area like i i, I don't it. i never remembered that area looking so shitty like okay. it just looks so bad and it's such a trip too because when you're walking from the parking structure and we're like super excited we're like oh this is gonna be cool disney you know yeah el capitan theater uh, have you ever been to El Capitan? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, we were super psyched about it. We're like, yeah, this is going to be awesome, blah, blah, blah. And then you walk up, you see all the kids, and yeah. they're, they're walking up. And then when you're walking to the actual theater, you see all the, like, fucking crackheads and just, like, <laughs> really awful people that are there. And then you see them all walking, like, with the kids. Uh-huh. And I'm like, wow, what a mix. Like, oh, it's yeah. such a weird, because it's like when you walk into that theater, you're there and you're there alone and that's it and you're in your own like little Disney element and as soon as you walk out you're like oh yeah I'm in Hollywood mm-hmm. and this is like a shitty area <laughs> like not fun no not at all and I remember like being a kid and that area was so cool to me uh-huh. because I was like oh cool like we used to go to Capitan as a kid and I used to like love going into the shops yeah. And, like, seeing all the, like, different toys they had and things like that. And they would always have, like, really cool stuff there. But now I go in and it's like, man, what the fuck was I, like, thinking? Like, why was I loving this place so much? But, yeah. It was the wonderment of being a kid. I guess. But it's, like, even then, like, I must have known it was shitty, you know? Like, mm, nothing's really changed. I I guess. I mean, I remember the times I went as a kid and... I don't like I really don't remember the you know the like crackheads homeless stuff like that because I my my memory goes right to like I remember I saw uh Lion King when it premiered. I don't or, Capitan? Yeah. Or not yeah, when it premiered but like sick. like the the opening weekend. Yeah, like that run. And they did like a special you know, like special show before they had like all this stuff. Yeah. I remember waiting in line meeting my 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 cousins my aunts um like i guess my i don't know how my aunt got tickets for it but she had tickets ended up giving and and i guess they came with like buttons like for lion king oh yeah yeah, yeah. so we got the lion king buttons we all i remember like the line wrapped around el capitan so we were on like one of the side streets yeah remember going in getting our seats we had like one of the what pavilion i guess like like the balcony seating. balcony yeah seating. balcony seating and then they had like this huge big show where it was like you know you have you know musical numbers all these characters come out and sing they yeah. had um i remember what the magic carpet 
you know, with Aladdin and Jasmine riding around, you know, the the theater. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, we watched Lion King and you know, I don't I don't remember if they did anything after. They might have had like special events after it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was it. Like walked out, no issue. So I mean, maybe it's the fact that maybe I just blocked it out or, you know, yeah, maybe I was too you're young just, to even notice yeah, it. Yeah, you, know? you weren't processing what was actually happening outside. It was yeah. just like you were so caught in that moment. Yeah. So you went earlier than I did because the first time I went to El Capitan was for Toy Story. I, I remember going for Toy Story also. Yeah. Do you remember? Okay, so did you have that same experience for Toy Story though? Like you, they had all those events and things like that? They had the event where it was like a, like a sing-along with the characters. Yeah. And you're sitting on blocks that that, or you're sitting in in you know, on benches that were like blocks. Yeah, and, and that then, was that was on that other side. That was one side. The other side had like the army man experience. Yes. 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 Okay. So that one, my mom got pushed by one of the army men, and because she, you know, to do the obstacle course. Right. And jokingly, he pushed her just to kind of like nudge her to go to go in, and everyone's like, ah ha ha. She didn't take it well and she fucking knocked him over she pushed him over and he had that little like plastic piece on his and he fell over (laughs) so the manager came and talked to us after and was like man please don't touch the actors or the cast members he touched me and she exactly she's like well he pushed me what do you want me to do like don't push me and that made it really awkward the rest of the time because like the whole time like the manager was just watching us and i felt like really odd Uh uh-huh and my dad was like She's insatiable. No, it was one of those. She like, will not stop until she's had her fill. I think it was more like, <laughs> if if anybody else tries to go for us, we're just gonna fuck everybody up. You know? Okay. And I was like, but this is Disney. I don't know who would be coming for us. You know. But my dad had that like the damn order. mouse. Yeah. It was Walt like this Disney's whole, like, head. Yeah. So that was a that was a fun <laughs> time, and I remember we went with the Boy Scouts. That was like a Boy Scout thing. Oh, okay, yeah. cute. So that was a, I think like they got tickets and we all like went and it was like a Saturday. You were in the Boy Scouts? I wasn't, dude, I was in the Boy Scouts till fifth grade, I want to say. Mm. Yeah. Wow. And I got kicked out. For? Uh, multiple reasons. Drug abuse. No, not even that. Um, we, we were trying to go Stealing to- Stealing Pokemon cards. I fucking wish. I would have- <laughs> I don't know if anybody had Pokemon at car, uh, cards at that time that I would want to steal. Forging badges. Damn, that's what I would, dude. That cookie one fucked me up all the time. I'm like, oh my god. I was like, can we just can we just skip this one? Like, no, you won't get your you won't graduate to the next one. I'm like, I don't care. I really don't care anymore. Cooking. It was like, dude, the cooking badge was in everybody else's uh, way that they got the cooking badge. It was like, oh, make a pineapple upside down cake, but in a can. It was, dude, oh, wow. it was such an easy thing. You'd make it in a can. It was a little... It doesn't sound easy. It was really easy. I'll explain after. But it was like, all you all you did essentially okay. was you opened the can of pineapple, right? Right. And you cut it in half. You cut, the, you cut the pineapple can in half. Okay. So when you cut the pineapple can in half, it splits. So someone would get one half, the other kid would get the other. Right. Then you get your brown sugar, then you get your mix... Mix it all together in that same can, and then you put it over the fire. So it oh, bakes okay. over the fire, but with the juices and everything oh, in there. Okay, it's super simple. I might have to make this. It's pretty rad. <laughs> I made it a couple of times, but for some reason, I missed that one. 
Like okay. I missed that that one to get the cooking batch. So they're like, oh, you got to make it up. Rack of lamb. Some other you got to make a rack Dude, of they lamb. were like, you're on pancake duty one time for cooking. And I had to fucking make pancakes for everybody. Like that was like 40 people <laughs> on a fucking camping trip. And you're what? And I'm like, I'm like <laughs> seven, maybe seven or eight. And I'm there with like grown adults. And they're like, you're burning the pancakes. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, what the fuck? Help me. Yeah. And I'm like, and they're like, you got to put, I was like, dude, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I never made pancakes before. <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, well, we'll have to think about you getting your cooking badge. I'm like, really like you're holding bastards you're holding <laughs> this fucking thing up so high that you're like you're making me work for everybody this, else like, gotta make upside down yeah, i'm like i would love to make that shit I'm over here fucking cooking over for everybody and like have it's, to cook for everybody yeah like it's goddamn fucking <laughs> good friday and shit making pancakes for everybody i'm gonna make some fucking fish too maybe some grilled cheese fresh fish fry <laughs> fuck man i was so bad and my dad too was like what did you do god damn it he wasn't able to go with me that time because he had work. So he was just like, what do they have you do? I'm like, make pancakes. He's like, you don't know how to make pancakes. I'm like, that's what I kept telling him. <laughs> and they wouldn't take it. They just left a, they left a sheet with the directions on there. And I'm like, what's a cup? <laughs> Two cups of what? What's a cup? And they're like, here's a cup. I'm like, how do I measure this? Like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, I barely learned multiplication. Like, what the fuck is going on? I was mad. But um, the way I got kicked out was because they had this thing. I don't know if you ever heard about the Cherry Valley like um, trip that they would take. They would take it out to to uh, uh, what's the Catalina. Okay. And there at Catalina, it's called Cherry Valley. And that's where they would have these Boy Scout things where you would like swim a mile and do all this other shit to like earn your badges. Um you had to pay for the trip. You had to pay for your actual, um, your trip over to the, to Catalina Island. And I don't think it was a lot, but we paid for it. Okay. My dad paid for it. He made sure he paid for it. Dude never lies about anything. Like he's always paying everything. Goddamn badges, Ezekiel. Yeah. And he wasn't going to go with me, but he just, you know, paid already. And he was like, all right, it's already paid for. He dropped, uh, he drops me off there. And when I'm, you know, I'm on print a board on the, on the ship. The uh, scoutmaster at that time was like, I don't have your name on the list. I was like, well, my dad said he paid. He's like, well, I don't have it. You can't go. Like that. Like straight up, like nothing. Like not like, oh, let's see what we can do. Nothing. This dude was straight up just like, well, sorry. Can't do it. And that was like inner office politics because like my dad and him were not like seeing eye to eye with a lot of shit. Okay. With a lot of parents too. So we started noticing all the parents that like had problems with this dude. They weren't going. Randomly didn't pay, you know, like, oh, it's funny. We don't have you on there. So it was like four or five of us like sidelined. And my dad just went up to him and was like, yo, he's going to go on this trip with me and you're going to have problems, you know? And he's like, and I don't give a fuck. I'll. I'll basically fucking deck you in front of everybody. Like, I got no problem doing it. Damn. Yeah. So, the guy's like, that's it. Like, you're out. And that was it. Wow. And I was out. And I was, you know, my dad took me home after, and he's like, well, you're out of Boy Scouts. I'm like, huh? I was like, that goddamn bastard. Yeah, he was like, I'm not I'm not going to put you in that program as long as that guy's there. I was like, oh, okay. Did he like, get his money back? Yeah, he got his money back because um, he basically like went to his house and was like going to kick his ass. So oh, okay. I guess his son came out and gave him the money. Not even him. His son came out and was like, here's, Don't your, hurt my daddy. here's your money. And dad's all, give me that shit. Give me that, you 
little little shit. <laughs> Fucking little little asshole. So then don't turn out like that guy in there. So then like Be a man. maybe a year later, which is already like a year and kid, like when you're when your kid years feels like ten years oh, later. Yeah. So a year later, that guy's not scoutmaster anymore. And I'm in sixth grade, I think, uh, at that time. My dad's like, guess what? The guy's not Scoutmaster anymore. Go join the Boy Scouts. I'm like, Boy Scouts? (laughs) (laughs) Nope. I'm not joining Boy Scouts. I play in a band. We rock hard. Fuck off. I ain't doing that shit. And then I never looked back. Look at you. Look at me now. I'm doing a podcast in a garage. (laughs) Thanks, Boy Scouts. Make that sound like it's a bad thing. Hey, man. It makes it feel bad for me because I don't even own a garage. So <laughs> I'm doing it in your garage. You own this garage. The bank owns the garage. I pay the bank. Hey, man. That's cool. I don't even have a bank to God own to anything. Bastards. Yeah, so that was my Boy Scouts. Uh, that was my Boy Scout time. But the good thing about me not going to that to that trip was that all my friends that did go on that trip came back with athlete's foot. Ooh. And really bad athlete's foot. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I didn't get athlete's foot. So. Like you. They didn't need to invest in tough acting, ten acting. Dude, all of them got that. They all got like four cans. They all went through like four cans. It was tough. It was and, and especially if they'd been picking at it, I'm sure it burns. Oh, that. And you're, you got kid feet anyway. Your feet are all fucking dirty all the time. So. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's good times. Yeah, you, no. you didn't join the Boy Scouts or no, you weren't in anything like that? I, I didn't join the Boy Scouts. Did you, did you ever go to like summer camp? Nope. No, I never did either. I never had any interest to do it. I I would want to because I'd always see like like meatballs or Yeah. Or what was the other one? The um I would watch like Camp Nowhere. Camp Nowhere. Camp Nowhere was a big one. What was the one uh, with the, heavyweights. The heavyweights. Heavyweights was another one. But see, like that was a thing for me too, where it's like I would watch it and I'd be like, Oh, that's so cool. That looks like so much fun. But I don't know anybody going there and that freaked me out a little bit where i'm like well no one i know is gonna go like yeah. I, i'm not cool making friends like who the fuck am i gonna talk yeah to? no that 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 was kind of the down the the downside to it because i did have friends that would go uh that i went to school with and they would they'd always talk about whatever camp whatever summer camp it was that there was like maybe there was like a, a like a solid you know group of kids in my class that would go to this summer camp yeah and they'd always make it sound like, oh, you got to go. We do this. We do that. Was it was it go. day camp or was it straight up like? It was like straight up camp. Take you for yeah. weeks and then come back. Yeah. Oh, damn. See, I always wanted to go to those. And, and um, yeah, they don't, they'd always talk about it, you know, just stuff that they do. So I remember I remember one year trying to talk my parents in it, but then I think it was, it was something like 500 bucks, you know, for. That's a lot. I'm like, probably not. But yeah, no, uh, they'd always talk about it. I wanted to go, never did. My cousins, they would go to like, um, like day camp type stuff. Yeah, like the Y stuff. Like the Y would take you for like a day, and like the Y or the park or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're there all day, and then they, yeah. I was jealous of those kids because they got to go to uh, Bullwinkles. Remember Bullwinkles? Vaguely, it's like what Boomers is now. Okay, so Boomers turned was was Bullwinkles before. <laughs> no one wants booster. <laughs> but yeah, they would they would go like those trips and they oh, would I do remember it. They would go to Bullwinkles. They would have Rockin' Bullwinkle as the yeah, mascot. Yeah, yeah, yes, okay, yeah. I that. And yeah. it was out in like off the ten yes. in Ontario or something yeah. like that. Yeah. 
And yeah, I was always jealous that they got to go to that, but it wasn't enough for me to go like every day. Well, I would, I'd be upset because it was like, okay, like they're going somewhere every week where it's like, yeah, we want to Raging Waters. We want to not. Yeah. It sounded like they always go everywhere. They would go everywhere, like every week. I I just go to my grandma's house. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) I, dude, we would go, I would go to Nick's grandpa's house. Yeah, and then he only had PBS, so <laughs> yeah. so we were like watching PBS for like four All straight day. hours, dude. Yes. And it was like no Zoom, game. yes, Arthur, Ghost Rider. <laughs> I was like, oh where in God. the world is Carmen San Diego? Not even that at that point, because that was like when I was a kid, kid. Like this was already like I was like in fifth Carmen grade, sixth grade. Oh, okay. That was long gone already, and that was like Zoom was on there. Yeah, I remember. I hated Zabumafu, when they maybe. That was mornings. Yeah. yeah. Things like that, where we were already aged out of all that stuff. Yeah. We were just kind of like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, I remember I would I would resort to watching um, Dragon Ball Z in Spanish. That was another one, too. I didn't want to watch PBS. Yeah. Alex, uh, Alex has fond memories of watching Dragon Ball Z in Spanish. It was dope. I love yeah. I love the theme song. It was better than the, than you know. Yeah, see, that's what he said, one. too. Yeah. Have you heard it? I've I, If I did, it's been years, but no, nah, I don't remember it. No, yeah, I, yeah, that was, that was, that's one thing that was, that stuck with me. Um, Yeah, I love that theme song. Dragon Ball Z Spanish. Here we go. Ah, I hate these ads. But yeah, no, I, they'd have like blocks, you know. Like I'd always I, I I hated it because I never understood it. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, that's dope. Gotta wait for it right now. Whoa, what was that shot? Chi-Chi. Dude, it was just coming from her cleavage? Like, yeah. straight up from her Dude, yeah, they didn't... They, they, they were... They didn't edit as much out. Okay. See, I was I was never a Dragon Ball kid. Like, I still... I've never watched Dragon Ball Z, because I've, I've tried, like, even, like, the Toonami days. Uh, okay. I would try to watch it, and I just... I couldn't... I didn't understand it. Like, someone finally had to explain it to me in, like, the dumbest way for me to understand it. I went, oh, that makes sense. And I think it was Alex. Alex was finally the one that told me, like, what it was about. Okay. And I was like, oh, that makes total sense. But, like, I I would always catch Dragon Ball Z either, like, 15 minutes in 
or five minutes in. Yeah. But I never understood it because there's such a big story to it. Oh, yeah. That, like, if you just watch one episode, you're like, what the fuck What's is going, going on? on? Yeah, They're I have all no talking idea. and no one's punching. And... and then when they do, you're like, but why are they fighting each other? Who's this guy? Who's that guy? Like, I had, I was so clueless for watching Dragon Ball Z. It looks so cool to me, but, like, I just didn't get it. And yeah. I ended up with, like, Toonami. I always try to be that kid where people would be like, oh, Dragon Ball Z is so cool. And I was like, oh, no, I watched I watched Cowboy Bebop. Right. You guys watch Cowboy Bebop? Like, that fucking show sucks. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, I don't. I don't watch. I don't watch that. Yeah. Sorry. It, when I want to say, like, they ended up like re-editing it because oh, I remember watching it, and there'd be like literally five episodes. Yeah. And it's just dialogue. Yeah. Just nothing but dialogue with the ma- one of the main characters and the villain. Yeah. And they're they're talking about how they're gonna beat each other. And all this other stuff. And it's like and five it's episodes. Talking, talking, talking. And then it, it would always be like the the it it would always end on a cliffhanger of like them about to fight and then it stops. I think that shows the patience of American kids. Well, no, we're well, like Well they weren't ed- like it was well, I guess, but it was like from what Japan where they weren't like they're just getting it and then dubbing it. Yeah. And then I'm like they didn't fight. Like I, I need to wait till next week. Like, yeah, to see. But if that's what I'm saying, fighting. though, is that like I've, I've watched like the. Have you watched Studio Ghibli movies before? Yeah. Okay, so Studio Ghibli movies have this cool pace where they don't need to put like music every four seconds or right. something crazy every four seconds. They allow the movies to breathe and they allow open spaces and kind of quiet in, yeah. in it that you kind of got from old Disney movies, but that's not a thing anymore. And I think it's because, like, I want to say it's because American kids' attention spans are not there anymore. Makes sense. So if you watch American movies, and especially cartoons, a lot of it's just flashing lights the whole time. Something catchy. Bowels and all the shit. Because yeah. it's just like, hey, guys, what's everyone doing? Oh, oh my God. Blah, blah. And it's like, it's constantly moving. Where these, these like, movies have these, like, this nice, nice pace of it. And it makes you actually get relaxed. Like, yeah. It's a relaxing like thing to watch, but some people will look at it as boring if you're coming from watching all that stuff. Like, oh yeah, I remember watching like we. I think we were watching like Despicable Me. Okay, and it's still a kind of great pace of a movie, but there's so there's a song every four seconds, there's a gag every four seconds, there's something that's yeah. always happening where like those Ghibli movies don't have that. There's so much you can hear the grass move. Mm-hmm. You can hear the wind. You can hear like there's so much. Uh, there's there's like, soundtracks to it, but they're very calm and they they don't need to rely on like 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 all these crazy things just right. to keep people's attentions. And that's what kind of like tripped me out too because like I was watching this going like this movie seems like it's really long. It's good, but it seems like it's long. And I looked at the runtime and it's like it's like an hour and a half. Yeah, but it's because the pacing of it is right. so different than American movies. Exactly. And that's what maybe Dragon Ball Z is too. It's, it's like, we don't, we wait, we, we can't wait for that payoff. We want like, uh, we well, need yeah, it now. We that, need instant gratification, you know? I, yeah, well, that's why they ended up go- going back, re-editing it. So then it's like, okay, you're not having a hundred episodes of yeah. them leading up to just meeting the character and and talking about fighting. You now we've cut it down to twenty episodes where they get to that point, you know. Yeah. So it's all that filler stuff that yeah they they cut out. But yeah, 
That's crazy. I feel like that's that's uh, the way that just it's going now is that no one's allowing for pacing. It's all just like for kids movies. It just has to be just. Oh, yeah. They hit you with so much. Oh, yeah. Shit, you know, no, like like the stupid Encanto movie, you know, like if there isn't a song, there's something happening like like obviously the story's dri- driving in between each song. Yeah, Yeah. But something crazy is happening within that that story time that yeah. they're watching where someone's climbing a, a, a cliff and then, you know, the rocks fall out from under them and then they, you know, or whatever it is, you know? So, um, there's a, there's a thing that's going on right now amongst, uh, the conversations is that people are over the Lin-Manuel Miranda. Like, oh, phase very of much things. so. Yeah, are you one of them? Are you over? Is like Encanto that, I'm, that, I'm over that Encanto. person? Yeah. I'm over in Canto right now. Are you over in Canto right now because you're watching, you're having to watch it a lot because your kids watch it a lot or you're just over it because it's like kind of everywhere. I'm over it because I'm not watching it, but my kids are listening to the music. Yeah. And I'm not going to knock the, the message within the store, the the songs. Yeah. Because it's good. It's a good message. Yeah. Like the pressure one, it's, it's like, uh, or was it called like under the surface or whatever? Yeah, where it's where it's story. is that the one with the buff buff sister? Yeah, it's yeah. the oldest sister. Yeah, and it's her singing about the struggle of being the oldest and having to carry the weight of the family on her shoulders. So yeah. I'm, I'm like, oh, like wow, you know, like that message is great. Song's catchy, but yeah. when you hear it for the fifty thousandth time, yeah, you want to stab your ear holes. And, and and so that's what it is. It's exhaustion from hearing those songs over and over and over. It's a, and over. it's the way it was with like Let It Go. It was like uh, nonstop, okay. and it was like everybody's all about Let It Go, and and yeah, you're hearing it anywhere and everywhere, and until it finally fades out. But then you've got the next song coming up. You know. Yeah. See, I think the conversation right now is that people are just over Lin Manuel Miranda in general, with kind of like there's a there's a um, kind of a monopoly of movies that he's just doing exclusive soundtracks for. Okay. And people are kind of over his style of, of the, of the songs, you know, because Lin-Manuel Miranda does have a style. Oh yeah. Where it's a lot of a, I think he does like the lot of like the, uh, yeah, I think like he did. The, the, he did the 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 songs for uh, was the one the 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 one with the rock. Uh, yeah, Moana. Moana. Okay, so Moana was his introduction mm-hmm. to the Disney World. You know, that was his movie based off of what he did with you know Hamilton, right? All the in the Heights, those those musicals that he did, and that was like, oh, cool. These this soundtrack's great. It's really good. It's a really good soundtrack. Yeah. But I think after that, when he when he kept doing all the big Disney movies, people were just kind of like, oh, it kind of sounds like this one again. Or, oh, this is... And everyone kind of like yeah. said, like, oh, he's kind of like a one-trick pony kind of deal because those songs all kind of bleed in the same way. And yeah. they all have the same kind of cadence to it, you know? I, I was listening to uh, to um, NPR. Okay. And uh, the Midday Person, whatever her name is, I forget. But she had, was playing an interview that she did with him. And he was talking about how he writes his songs and speci- and how he's choosing the uh, you know, like the breakdown within the song, yeah, and and how he's using those specific words because I, I remember him talking about like you know words with with ahs and h's they're, they're gonna use a lot of 
the air in your lungs. Yeah. So you use smaller words where you're not. It's just it's bursts, bursts yeah. of 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 air. You know. Then now you can instead of saying maybe two three words because you've got you know ahs and h's. Now it's like I can say three four sentences because it's a lot of small words mm-hmm. that are being thrown out there. So I'm like, yeah. okay, that makes sense. But yeah, you run into that repeated, you know, that, that same type of, you know, musical scheme, I guess, yeah. because it's, you're, you're not, you're sticking to what you feel works best yeah. and what can get as much of a story being told within the song itself. Yeah. Um, I know, they they were saying i guess too like just the the overall like the the song the song's great and even with the what is it the we don't talk about bruno one yeah, it is. that one went to like number 1 oh yeah no it yeah, did. i it think he had two songs yeah, from the from movie that soundtrack number yeah one. which yeah. that that movie didn't really do anything because it kind of opened to, it went straight to they did two weeks uh theatrical oh they did okay they did two weeks theatrical, but it was right in that moment where COVID was still kind of coming up again. Yeah, it came up. It, it was I like the Omicron area. It, I remember watching it during um, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. So it was like November area where they, they dropped it, and that was right around the Omicron. Oh, it's going like to happen starting. again. Yeah, so then they they said, oh, two weeks, and then putting it on Disney+. Plus. Mm. And then everyone was, started watching it there. But that song, I mean, the soundtrack's doing more than that movie did, yeah. you know, which is cool. Um, but now they're kind of like, well, is it, is it really that Disney is loving what he's doing or is it that they paid so much money to have him exclusively for that, that now they have to get his, their money's worth, you know? Yeah. Cause I, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Cause a lot of the, like the way movie, the way that movie studios used to be was like everyone was under contract. Right. So the reason why you saw 80 Clark Gable movies was because he was under contract for that studio right. and he couldn't go anywhere else to go make movies. It stopped being like that and everyone was kind of able Going to go anywhere they wanted to. But now like the age of streaming, people are locking deals everywhere. So like you have JJ Abrams exclusively at Warner Brothers now. You have um you know all these other people that are doing deals with that. Limamal Miranda is one of them too where he they got him exclusively for for the music rights and, mm. and for doing soundtracks. But when you do that, you kind of create exhaustion out of it because there's nothing new coming out of it because you're paying so much money for this that you have to literally like do something squeeze everything out, oh, yeah. you know, like anything to, to kind of like make your money up yeah. and, and recoup from it. So like the Star Wars licensing too, where it's like, you know, what are we going to do? We have to have a Star Wars movie every, you know, blah, blah, blah. Cause we paid Lucasfilm like yeah. a bill, like $4 billion for this. So yeah, we have to, we have to make it up, you know? I mean, they're making their money up. I mean, movies. Yeah, but it would be different if it was like, I don't know, um, one person doing all of them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If it was like, instead of having Kevin Feige just run the overall thing, it was like, oh, Kevin Feige's directing. And right. he's writing the scores for everything. You're yeah. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, you get tired of it because yeah. there's one man with one vision for the whole thing instead of like him going like, oh, I see this but let's get this guy to go do that because he has a great vision. I can see him doing great things with this or mm-hmm. whatever it is, you know? And that would be cool if like they eventually put Lin-Manuel Miranda in that position where he can bring people in yeah, to do this music stuff. Music supervisor of, or something or, yeah. or something with soundtracks where it's like, dude, 
this guy's dope. Like, I think we should put him on this and then him get the executive producer credit or something of that. Right. Where he's still within that Disney area where they're using him to that, but giving other people shots and being like, you know what? I don't think I could do this one, but like, let this guy do it. And I think he's going to be like dope at Mm -hmm. it and go that route. Yeah. And then maybe they'll have a better succession rate with that. Well, yeah. I mean, I remember when they had like, what, Alton John do Lion King, Phil Collins do Tarzan, you know, and it was kind of like those one off movies that they would do like they would bring in this big person to do one specific movie which i think kind of worked a little better oh yeah you know rather than rather than having one person do this movie and this movie and this movie then you end up getting a billion uh you got a friend in me like uh what's his name you got a friend in me oh man i love star wars man star wars (laughs) get god star wars (laughs) darth vader chewy C-3PO, I got the X-Wing fighter, <laughs> don't you know? Oh, Star Wars. What's that guy's name? Randy Newman. Randy Newman, there it is. Dude, Randy Newman does everything. We were, um, my girl and I were like looking up how much Randy Newman's done. Okay. Just in general. Okay. Music wise, he doesn't have that many albums. Like okay. him himself, like Randy Newman, you know, other than short people, all the other albums that he has like that. Mm-hmm. But the soundtracks that he, he does soundtracks for everything. Really? Everything. Like he, every, like if you look up Randy Newman stuff, I'm gonna look it up. he's on everything and you can totally tell it's his stuff, you know? But it's always just funny. Cause it's just like, you'll randomly hear like, and I'm going like, this sounds familiar. And I don't know where you hear, oh, he's the dog named Bolt. <laughs> I was like, damn, they got him on Bolt too? It's like, I oh, there's the monster. He's in the bedroom. It's like, oh, the Monsters Inc. too. He's on oh, everything. He is. Yeah. yeah he's Toy Story, uh, Monsters Inc. Monsters Inc. Cars. Yep. Wow. He's on Monsters everything. Inc. Toy Story 2. Yeah. Monsters University. Yeah. Bugs Life. Yep. Toy Story 4. Land of Dreams. Dang. Cars 3. Dang. Everything. Holy moly. Yeah. That's just such, that's like the crazy part about that whole thing is that like you monopolize it mm-hmm. and then you, you kind of have that thing where people kind of get exhausted of it. But for some reason, people are not exhausted of Randy Newman because he still does it. But, but see, I'm thinking about his for like some of the songs that he did in in the movies I named. Not all of them necessarily have lyrics. That's true, but at the same time, too, there is a Randy Newman composition in it that has lyrics, right? And uh, chances are, you will hear it in the movie. Yeah. Me and you gonna be best friends, and you're just like, what is this? It's like James in the Giant Peach. It's like, what the fuck? It's <laughs> such random shit, you know. But it all has that like, like that. Yeah. Oh boy, me and you forever gonna I'm, do it today. I think I'm more not necessarily with his catalog, but with your impression right now. Oh, dude, yeah, I got it. You know who does a really great Randy Newman? Look up Will Sasso's Randy Newman. 
Uh, you're gonna make me look oh it up. dude it is it is probably the most I, the, the top randy newman impression ever because he news. just chain smokes the whole time while doing so he's like oh here comes another one and he's just beating the piano down where he's like coming up with songs he's and he talks about like how he never even watches the movies oh wait i remember for mad tv yes dude <laughs> that's what i'm talking about dude it's so good oh okay yeah watch all of them dude when you have a chance because all of them are so good and he does like collaborations where they're talking about him doing like star wars oh, okay and it's it's him and uh rob zombie oh really dude it's okay I that watch one it. uh madonna one like dude he's and, and he'll just do this thing and go, oh here comes another one he just starts <laughs> Being the piano down, and he's like, I've never seen any of these movies, man. But when George Lucas hit me up with the latest and faders, man, oh, I couldn't even tell it, boy. I tell you, Star Wars, boy. It's like the greatest thing ever, dude. It's so good. <laughs> oh man, okay, yeah, no, I'm gonna watch that later. The goat that that we found out recently was that there was a guy that did, um, Hercules soundtrack, Lion, uh. Was it Lion King? Hercules, Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Like all those like 90s ones. Right. was one guy that, oh, okay. that wrote them. And dude, like the soundtracks hit. Like we, wa- I hadn't watched Aladdin since I think I was maybe a kid. Like mm-hmm. I think the last time I watched it, I was like maybe like nine. Okay. And watching it, just going like, wow, like these songs are really, really good. Like they're really well made. And then the Hercules ones too. I'd never, I like Hercules. Hercules songs are great. And he, he did them too. So it kind of brought me to that point of like, where, yeah, like you can make whatever the theme of that movie is and make it, make it your own and make it their own and still write them. But you're, you're, it's kind of like you have to check your ego at the door when you do that. Like, if I didn't look up this guy, you couldn't have told me like, oh, this is a so-and-so song. Yeah. Because it gives the songs cater to the, to the movie, then it caters to the artist. And I feel like that's kind of the difference between like Lin-Manuel Miranda now is that you hear those songs and you hear going like, these are good, but I feel like he cares more about putting his stamp on it. Like going like, oh, these are mine. Like these are Lin-Manuel Miranda, Mm -hmm. like Miranda songs. Other than like these are Moana songs or these are like Encanto songs or whatever, like right. that, you know. And later on, people going like, "Oh wow, Lin-Manuel Miranda did this! Like this is cool! Like this yeah, is, this is great." Because hmm. that was a thing that we learned about the old WWF songs too. It's one guy, no way, literally one guy that makes all of those entrance themes. One fucking guy. So he just one day he just got mad Dude. through, brick through. That's how he got the Stone Cold. All of them. Like, think about it. Like, all of them. Like, all the iconic ones. He, dude, he wrote um, Hulk Hogan's theme. Okay. That was him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Rowdies, he did that. Like, I mean, from the earliest inceptions of, like, WWF. Right. He those wrote early, those. those and songs. then later on in the 90s, he started doing the same. And I think he still does them. Oh, wow. And it's just one fucking guy. It's crazy. Prolific. 
Yeah, and it's just like I don't know how he than John John Williams. Yeah, and I, I don't know how he does it. Where like maybe he like. Figured... <laughs> so like I think that's Voodoo Child. Is it? Oh, yeah. okay. What were you doing? I, I was singing the. What is it? The. Who starts out like that? Isn't that Hogan? No. Well, Hogan used to come out to Voodoo Child, but Hogan used to come out to fucking. Nah, 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 oh yes, nah, that one. Nah, no, nah, 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 nah. no, but who started nah, nah. like? Wasn't that Hogan? Yeah. Yeah, but that's not his. Okay. Anyway, bro, you gotta give Hendrix that fucking credit for that. (laughs) Dude's like, oh yeah, give me the credit for that one, dude. Degenerate into something, boy. Just got time doing what you told me to do. That's a breaks, boy. Yeah. That's a breaks, little man. Break it down. Yeah. No, those are good ones right then. Those were the good old days when you would look up that song on LimeWire to come up as Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like look at people's iPods and be like, D-Generation X is like, yeah, Rage does it. I'm like, no, they no. don't. <laughs> no, they don't. Even at that point, I was like, but no, they don't. That was a good sound alike, I will say. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that was, was the time of Rage. Sound-alike. Yeah, that was right when Rage was like at its popularity. So it makes sense why that song sounds like that. Uh-huh. You know? but, yeah. That was a good sound alike. I don't know. All right. Yeah. Anything else you want to cover? Talk about? I just want to. I honestly, I just came over here to talk about soundtracks with you and. Oh, okay. My beef with uh, Randy, with Randy Newman and Lin Manuel Miranda. But have you been? Have you? Okay, one more thing. Have you tried watching Tommy and uh, Pam and Tommy? Tommy and Pam. No, I just watched the trailer and it looked interesting. I'm trying to watch it and it's it's slow. It's dude. rough. It's not rough, but it's just slow. If it's slow, I mean, there's nothing going on. They don't do they so it's it's just specifically on their tape that it doesn't yeah, talk about so, like it doesn't talk about like uh like well, it doesn't show anything with her being on Baywatch or him and Motley Crue um, or anything. I'm halfway through episode two. Wait, oh it's a show? It's a show. I thought it was a movie. No, it's a TV show. So it's uh it's a TV show and I think it's running weekly, so I think there's like four episodes right now. Um, oh, I thought it was a movie. The first one, the first one starts out with the contractors that were working at at their house, and Seth okay. Rogen plays one of the contractors. Right. Um, he ends up getting fucked over by Tommy Lee, so he has this plan about stealing the vault that has the the tape in mm-hmm. it. Um, not knowing that there's yeah, a tape but in there. it takes so long just to get to that point. Where at oh. the end, like not even at the end, you find out that you know what the tape is or anything. It's like the, it's episode two when they start going into like the the tape and things and then they kind of backtrack and they they show the tommy and pam like how they met okay but this is like not motley crew time this is like methods of mayhem uh, he went solo because yeah motley right. crew broke up at that point right um and i guess he just got divorced and she just broke up with somebody so that was the, the thing with that met. yeah yeah so i'm there but it's just not holding my interest. like i just don't care like maybe it's i don't care but it's not good. It's it's not like the only reason why I would want to watch it is because I know like she like she looks like a spot on Pam Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they and both look like 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 spot on. Like even Sebastian Stan looks like Tommy Lee. Yeah, it's, it, he sounds like him too. It's just it's not holding my attention right now, and it sucks too because it's such a good cast. Yeah, and no, it looks good. It's kind of boring for me right now. See the one the it. one that I <clears throat> the thing that I the show that I recently watched that I liked. That held my attention. I like binge watched in like two and a half days, three days. Yeah, it was um, 
the American Crime Story, the new season. Yeah, for which for who? It was it was on the the Clinton impeachment. Oh, see, I want to watch that one. That, that one, one looks really good. good. Yeah, that one was really good because it was like it. <clears throat> it starts out it, it, essentially. It starts out with her being found out and like the FBI approaching her, and then it's like, okay, well, what are they talking to her for? And then it kind of goes from there backwards into yeah. okay, how she got there. See, that's interesting. I'm trying to like. I, I get like where they're trying to find this angle of like the story of like how that movie got out, but like I, I don't find myself like caring. Okay. Like I would care for like the OJ one or like that one. Right. I just don't care. Okay. I don't know. That's a rough one. Watch After Party though. Oh, I heard that's that on Apple. Good. It's fucking great. That one's amazing. For sorry, just to go back on impeachment. Yeah. The on that. Uh, do you know anything about the cast at all? Uh no, I don't. I've. I mean, all so, those ones look kind of the same. You've for got me, like so. similar players that that the guy who writes the American Horror Story and Crime yeah, Story, it's, he, it's Ryan Murphy. Yeah, yeah. The guy that they got for Clinton, Clive Owen. Oh, sick! Okay, spot on. Yeah, like Dope. the sound, the look. I thought it, like it's crazy how good of a job he does. Yeah, Clive Owen will always be my favorite in Kirby Enthusiasm. Oh yeah, that's that's my favorite Clive Owen. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. No, he he he's he's good on that. But Sick. um, yeah. Other than that, I've been I've been looking for something good to watch. I mean, other than like I watched Book of Boba Fett. I thought that was oh good. Book of Boba Fett's always going to be amazing. But yeah, After Party. Check out After Party when you okay. Good, good, funny murder mystery. It's really good, okay. and the cast is fucking great. All right. Yeah. I'll watch that. All right. Cool. Anything else you want? To go no, over? that's it. No, that's all I want to talk about. Anything you want to promote? Uh, well. Rippertons are slowly getting back to it. So we actually got the songs mastered um, for for now on the masters. So I'll I'll let you check them out. I'll send them to you. Cool. But uh, you yeah, got a world premiere right here, folks. Here, yeah. Zeke's going to. No, I'm not going to do that. Oh. But I'll show them to you. Okay. Yeah. And then. Okay. You can bust up Tommy and Pam if you want to leak it <laughs> I out. I probably won't. Yeah. yeah. I probably won't get into Why that. Why would you? Who cares? Um, but yeah, we're, we're doing that and then hopefully release it next month. I want to say like Ooh. do a song, song by song, maybe. Okay. but, uh, yeah, slowly get back into it and see if we can start playing shows again. Final CD, digital, uh, digital for now. And then eventually, um, we want to compile everything into, uh, another LP or cool. maybe an EP six nice. song, maybe. Yeah. Awesome. That's about it. Right on. Yeah. Sounds good. Yep. Exciting. Should so be. follow Zeke at... My name is really Zeke, Zeke still. And the Rippertons at the Rippertons? Yep. Cool stuff to be waiting for, guys. Yeah. Hope you're excited as much as I am. <laughs> you sound so <laughs> excited right now. Uh, Yeah, so that, that'll be cool. Uh, For me, I have... uh, Just follow me on Instagram. I drew... I underscore Drew underscore Andrew. Um... Been doing some working on a couple card sketch card sets. Uh, doing some stuff I've been wanting to draw for a while. So sick, finally getting to do that. So dope, dude. Other than that, maybe a, uh, working on some pin designs, eventual stickers. Uh, should have a new acrylic pin coming out this upcoming week or two. So, um, yeah. Other than that, 
chilling. Sick. Living life. All right. <laughs> well, the enthusiasm radiates from us both. I mean, we're, we're just so enthusiastic. We're, we're giving about. you guys our all right now. Yeah. That's what we're doing. <laughs> free all. You don't get all of our all because that shit costs money. Right. But you get free all. You get the free all. Yeah, you get something. Yeah, you want us to chuck and jive, then... Uh, yeah, you need to pay for that Pay shit. us. Yeah. But, all right, other cool. than that, uh, here's the closing song, um, and enjoy. All right, bye. Bye. Now